Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. This is Believe in Georgia Dogs podcast on the Believe Podcast Network. Scored a touchdown earlier in a direct snap. Now it's Michelle's turn running all the way. Gets to the edge. Sonny Michelle will send the Dogs home to the championship game. 53 and a half yard drive near hash. Kick right. Snap. Hold. Kick is away. It's reaching. And it is good. 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 Hot pot does it. All right. Hot pot. Dots with an up and out. Wide open. Touchdown. Israel Troop. What's going on? What's going on? We are back in the saddle here. Um, we are the Believe in Georgia Dogs podcast on the Believe Podcast Network. Uh, coming at you on Brinks TV. Joining me is my man, Israel Troop. What's up, Israel? Two times in a row, baby. I love it. But can I start off the show by saying this? Um, I know the playoff committee, you know, they've tried to do their due diligence of teams that should be, you know, top four and things like that. But I... Almost, I don't know why, because I see it every time we do our podcast. Cincinnati almost beat us last year. Mm-hmm. If that's not saying that Cincinnati's not one of the top four teams in the nation, I don't know what is. BT Dubs. He had to win because of a field goal. Yes. In, in, and in they're a, undefeated now. In a world of college football where there's not really like anybody clear cut besides Georgia at this point. Um, yeah, so it'll be interesting, especially if especially if uh, Alabama goes down in the SEC championship game next week. So we'll uh, we'll see, and we'll we'll, we'll have wall to wall coverage on that. Maybe even have Jake Thomas from Tide Talk Sports on with us a little bit to talk. But um, looking at the Georgia Tech game this week, it's going to be this can be kind of a shorter uh, shorter show again. Uh, as I said in our last episode, we're going to oh. give you we gave you our picks. We're going to give you our picks on social media. What's up? No, you're talking about Georgia Tech. I'm sorry. I fell asleep. I'm, my bad. I'm, not, uh, I'm sorry. You, you got to stay awake, man. It's, uh, it's, no. nerd, it's nerd week. It's clean old-fashioned hate. Um, but like I said, we are presented by betonline.ag. Um, it's, uh, we're back and better than ever. New web interface. Start of the basketball season. More props, lines than ever before. Uh, the, the casino games are outstanding as well. Um, so what you need to do. If you want to bet, they have great. They have a great, like I said, great website, new interface, all that good stuff. And and there's a ton of props, and and it's it's really easy to use. But you need to head to that new and updated desktop or mobile website. You need to sign up today, receive your fifty percent welcome bonus on your first deposit. Just use our promo code Believe fifty to receive your bonus. So, 
Uh, bet online is the fastest and easiest way to bet all your favorite sports. Bet online is where the game starts. So uh, before we really get into previewing this team, which is going to be kind of boring, I think, maybe. I hope not, but we'll make it exciting. You know what? We're going to do story time. How about that? What, was, what you got? We're going to talk about your experiences uh, with the Georgia Tech game, and that, like, what is this? What is what is this Thanksgiving week going to look like for Georgia? Like, as far as practice oh, goes, and as far as like logistics um, and everything, how's that going to look? Um, you know, we don't get to go home. Um, you know, we're, we're we're pretty much there um, the whole week. Um, I don't know how they do it now, but this is how we did it. Um, you know, we have practice Monday, Tuesday, and Wednesday, um, Thursday morning. Um, what was the walkthrough, obviously, and then we got to go home if you live close or, you know, Coach Rick and all the position coaches um, also had Thanksgiving at their house. So we were allowed, not allowed, but we were more than welcome um, to go to their house if, you know, guys who live farther away. Um, so um, it, it was a it was a family affair. You know, they had a thing, if I'm not mistaken, it was Wednesday night. We had the uh, Friendsgiving um, where they, they cater us and um, – um, feed all the from trainers to equipment guys to video people to all the guys that make uh, Georgia football work. Uh, we all got to meet those people, those guys behind the go, those ladies and guys behind the scenes. Um, so it was a really good time. Um, you know, you, you always want to be home. Um, there, there's nothing like being around your true family, um, you know, during Thanksgiving, but it also helps you recognize that. Uh, family doesn't always have to be blood, you know. Um, you 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 see these guys, these coaches, uh, these coaches' families, these coaches' kids a lot more than you see your own. Um, sometimes, you know, especially during the season. So, you know, you you have an extended family, um, you know, throughout. So it it was always a fun time. Um, Coach Rudy did a great job. We we had a movie night. We go to the bowling alley. You know, we mm-hmm. we he always had a different activities for us to do as well so it wasn't just us all right we go to practice in the morning and oh we got we got to go back you know it, it was he, he always made it fun for us um during that week um as well so um you know i've, I've eaten a lot of food i've gone to coach rick's house i've gone to um tavaris king's house um you know so um it's always a fun time and you're always welcome everywhere you know during this time yeah, that's that's pretty amazing. I was always able to go home, so that was uh, that was good for me. So, but yeah, I mean, you know, just logistically, it, it's always interesting to kind of get a glimpse into what these guys go through a little bit to kind of see why these rivalry games are so important and why these rivalry games are so unpredictable because mm-hmm. it's it's kind of a disrupted week. And like, if you're Ole Miss, you're you're playing the Egg Bowl on on Thanksgiving, so. Yeah. Um, which still is rough. <laughs> oh yeah, <laughs> and Arkansas, Missouri are are playing the day after. Um, so I mean, it's 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 a it's a not a weird week, but it's it's an odd week. It's a this disc it's a disjointed week a little bit. So yeah, um, but yeah, so that that explains a lot of things. But um, what what about game day and game? atmospheres and things like that. What were your best experiences with tech? Like how, like when you, from a player's perspective, when you walk into Georgia tech stadium, because this will be a road game for us. When you walk into mm-hmm. Georgia tech stadium, like what is that like? 
um, in years past, uh, it's been really, really hostile environment. You know, those nerds, I mean, students, you know, get, get pretty loud, um, over there, um, in Atlanta. So, um, you know, for me, you know, I had some, had some friends on the team, uh, Josh Nesbitt, um, you know, Roddy Jones, um, Jonathan Dwyer, you know, we all, we all played ball together, grew up together, things like that. So, you know, I had some friends on the team, um, you know, so it, it was a little bit different for me simply because I hated them during the game. But after the game, you know, there's pictures of us like hugging and talking to people like even before the game, they're like, why is he talking to them? Well, I mean, I don't hate them. I've known these guys since I was little. So, I mean, it's not really not that big a deal until, you know, you come out the tunnel, you know. Mm-hmm. So um, going over there, it's, it's a really hostile environment, honestly, you know, Um in years past, like I said, they, they've been they've been pretty good, um, especially when Paul Johnson was there during that era. Um, he had them rolling. Um, right now, I don't think it's going to be too much of a. I worry more so the fact that we sleepwalk through this mm-hmm. and we're not sharp, and somebody gets hurt or and things like that. Even the year you got to think Jeff was I think it was Jeff Collins' first year mm-hmm. when Pekins put. Uh, that cornerback's head through the mat in the south end zone down there. Mm-hmm. Um, it was a big crowd there then, you know, but they're having attendance problems and, you know, you got to watch Jeff Collins in those tight pants. You know, you just never know what you're going to get when you go over there and play Georgia Tech now. The, the, maybe he found the extra three inches of fabric to cover his ankles where, where they're no longer capris. Yeah. Um, yeah. And I was talking to a friend of mine about this uh, earlier, and he was kind of asking me, you know, what I think about Jeff Collins. And he was like, man, you're just saying that because you're a Georgia guy. And I'm like, no. no, I mean, this guy has overdone it, man. He's like, he's like a more Even tech savvy. Yeah, he's a more tech savvy Butch Jones. I mean, the guy just has slogan after slogan, gimmick after gimmick. And it, it's all just surface. And I don't Speaking think his team's Jones, I know it's a little bit off topic, but have you seen the facilities at Arkansas State? No. Oh, my God. He's pretty much got everything Georgia has just on a smaller scale. Just picture everything Georgia's got right now and just picture it like a little bit smaller, like meeting rooms, all that stuff that Georgia has right now. That's what he has at Arkansas State. Yet they've lost like eight games. <laughs> he can't win. Yeah, see that that part I can't help you with, but it ain't from a lack of facilities. <laughs> uh, that, that's those are facts. I'll have to go. Uh, I'll have to go do that after after we finish here. I'll have to go. I'll have to go check that out. But um, yeah, like Jeff Collins, like I like the four hundred four thing. I thought that was clever. That's where it should have stopped. Like you should have just ran with that. But he couldn't like he has to have he always has to have the Waffle House cup or you know as the dresses you know dresses like a buffoon with the tight pants and the it just just an odd just an odd bird you know yeah out, outside of this week um, I like it uh, simply because you know he's a Georgia guy um, you know he. <laughs> He he does a, he does a lot of good things that Georgia Tech should have been doing a long time ago. If you really think about it, um, bringing publicity to them, um, showing the great things that they do do at Georgia Tech, uh, he does a great job of that. But in this week right here, uh, I, I don't like you at all. 
Um, I don't like the fact that you're ruining um, Waffle House by holding up those cups because those cups are golden. Um, if anybody's ever ate a Waffle House, you know Waffle House is the bomb. Anybody yeah. knows that. Um, so um, the fact that they think that you can just do what you want with Waffle House is absolutely disrespectful. Yeah. Um, after four o'clock on, on Friday, we play on Friday this week. So after four o'clock on Friday, I mean, I'm, I'm okay with, with you guys, but until then, I don't, I don't like you guys. Yeah. No, we play on Saturday. We play on Saturday. It's a, it's a nooner. <laughs> is, it, um, is it still Saturday? It's, it's a Saturday nooner. Yeah. It's a um, noon game. For, I, I thought they were talking about moving it on Friday. They may have talked. About I read it, that I somewhere. Maybe they talked about it, but I don't think it ever came to fruition. But um, yeah, yeah you're, you're in danger of losing your dog card there. You're talking nice about Jeff Collins, but no. But I was going to ask you, like, from a coaching perspective, and, and this kind of this kind of mm-hmm. ties into kind of where they are as a program. Like, they do some good things. Like Jameer, Jameer Gibbs is is uh, he, he's moving up the the all time rushing charts uh, at, at Georgia Tech. But at what mm-hmm. point does like the Jeff Collins PR machine? stop and the Jeff Collins coaching machine begins. Like they've got some good assistants on staff. Their strength coach is really good. Tashar choice yes. is, is uh, I want to say he's a friend of he's mine. Up he's up for the bros award. Yeah. Um, he's really good. Like they've got some good things going, but as an entire operation, they don't. And I'm trying to They're figure out where, something. I'm trying to figure out where the disconnect is. And, and the first thing I look at is your head coach is out here rah-rahing about everything and finding the next Waffle House Cup to hold up or the, you know, the new design on the 404 takeover banner that this recruits stand in front of or, you know, doing barbell curls on the sideline during pregame warmups or, you know, whatever the newest gimmick is. Mm-hmm. I think he's kind of wrapped himself up into that. And I don't think he's really got below surface level. Yeah, um, I think you take what Paul Johnson did coaching wise, and you mix that with what Jeff is doing publicly and for the publicity <laughs> of the school. I think Georgia Tech will be hell on wheels. I really mm-hmm. do, because as you as we all know, Paul Johnson could give a rip about Waffle House, about 404, about anything. If you wanted to come to Georgia Tech, you come to Georgia Tech. If you didn't want to come to Georgia Tech, you ain't got to come to Georgia Tech. He's going to run a triple option, and he's going to win some football game. That's what he did. Mm-hmm. Took a now, we get balls. to Jeff. Exactly. Now we get to Jeff Collins, and it's more of a, a dog and pony show. Yeah. You know, it's more so now, all right, well, how can I? make it more appealing now. Um, but at the end of the day, my boy, you got to win football games. Yeah, you you got to focus on what's important. Um, I think they got a big game. They got a big win against North Carolina, which is mm-hmm. which is a great, not a big one. That's a great win for the program. I really mm-hmm. think that's the win that saved his job because they definitely weren't supposed to win that football game. Yeah. Um, but at the same time, you're you're not winning enough games to keep your job. All right. And, one's and cool, you're not but you're not competitive enough. enough. Like you're not competitive yeah. in a lot of these games. Like, yeah, you were competitive against Clemson, but what do we know about Clemson now? They're pretty terrible. Um, yeah. Like the games you're losing, you're getting your ass handed to you. But we're getting to the point, just like Florida now too. Are they really playing for you? 
Yeah. Or are they just kind of playing because they like being with each other? So you've got to yeah. find that point where you've got all of this breadth of resources and recruiting tactics and things that make you appealing from the front door. Right. Mm-hmm. But when you walk in the house, it, there, there's no furniture and it's a mess. Right. Yeah. There's roaches running around everywhere. There's roaches running around. Like the, the people that were supposed to get out years ago are still living there and not paying rent. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, you, you've got some, you got some dirty laundry there and just the walls are stained. There's holes in the floor, you know, glass is broken and it's just, just a mess. But the front yeah, yard. I saw an article where attendance has been down so bad that they're losing like $16 million or something like that. I mean, their their athletic department's hemorrhaging money, and and it, it's bad because they're paying Paul. He, I mean, they're paying. Um, I think they're still paying buyout of Paul Hewitt on the basketball Ooh. side of things. I mean, it's it's brutal over there as far as their athletic department mm-hmm. and their budgets and things like that. And it trickles down like the the resource mm-hmm. like they can't like at some point you've got to be able to have enough substance to land some of these. I mean, you're in the heart of Atlanta. Like, you can't be better than this. Georgia State is pulling more people than you are. Yeah, Kennesaw State is pulling more people than you. You can't be better yes. than this. Like, it, there's no excuse. Like, it, I feel like their standards are too high, too. You got to think the average football player, although we are very, we're very intelligent people, don't mm-hmm. ever get it twisted. But to get into Georgia Tech is absolutely ridiculous. Um, yeah. You know, um, I'm not saying that we should cater to anything because I think that makes people soft. But I think that your standards of getting into the school itself are absolutely too high. You, and you, the caliber of player that you're trying to get ain't going to reach that. And you, you're, you, you've got to adjust. Yes. Is, is what we're adapt saying. or die. Yeah, adapt or die. You've got to adjust. Notre Dame adjusted. Georgia adjusted. Georgia adjusted. Like it, it, it's not. We didn't lower the bar to the point where we're letting in complete. Mm-hmm. You know, I can't. I'm not gonna say it, but you know, you know what I mean. Like complete yeah. idiot. You don't. But you don't lower the bar. You just adjust the factors of which people can get in and out. You know, you're not lowering anything really. You're just adjusting the the little. You're just tweaking it and adjusting the factors of how people can get in. Yeah, because you keep it the same. You just adjust like certain rules because, c- you know, every you know, every school with regular students, even they have a certain percentage of people that get in that don't fit the requirements. But like mm-hmm. they have all this other stuff and it qualifies them to get in. Like for me, my test score was the definition of mediocre. I got a 1080 mm-hmm. on the SAT. and you in people with 1200s were getting denied, but I had a 3.9. I had all the extracurriculars. I was in national honor society, beta club, all that stuff. I academically, you know, I played football, baseball, uh, community service, a lot of stuff. I made sure my, I made sure the, the rest of the stuff could hold up my lack of test score. Mm -hmm. And I got in Mm -hmm. like it got tweaked so that I could get in and I, I was successful, mm-hmm. graduated, all that good stuff. So, you know, they didn't say they didn't lower the bar so I could get in. They just said, 
okay, you're close. Just kind of squeeze through that that door over there. And they adjusted. Mm-hmm. They adjusted to what you could do well. Mm-hmm. Exactly. You know, which is I graduated high school. I had a twelve sixty score with a three eight GPA, and I mean, could I have gone anywhere? Yeah, but I mean, at that particular time, they had to adjust things for me too. I mean, my math was slightly higher than my reading because I, I love I love math. Mm-hmm. You know, so there was my scores and in a regular world, if I wasn't an athlete, I couldn't have got into Georgia. Let's, let's just be real about it. I, I couldn't have. With that score and with my, you know, GPA, I couldn't have got into Georgia just as a regular student. Yeah. You know, so so what they do, they just suggest a couple things and do what they got to do to get me in, which, I mean, it ain't really hard. I qualified for everything else, you know, but it's just different. You know, different yeah. strokes for different folks depending on what they want to do. As long um, as you're so, mostly qualified, and, and there's a few things that they can that they can <laughs> overlook. In lo- like, it's just saying, okay, we're gonna you know, test score this thing. Okay, we're gonna focus more on this thing instead of this thing. Mm-hmm. And that's exactly, and that's exactly what you said. That's we're exactly gonna, what survive and adapt. Exactly, and Georgia Tech's got to do that. Jeff Collins has got to be a driver in that if he wants to be they the guy. And they won't. They won't do it because they consider this is Georgia, and this is Georgia Tech. But that's that's what they wanted to believe academically. But mm-hmm. if you really think about it, yeah, we right here. <laughs> we're if, if we're if we're right here, then we're right beside you. I mean. Your Georgia degree and your Georgia Tech degree is going to get you one of the best jobs in America, no matter what you do. And, and you know why they're dead even? Because we don't have an engineering school. They don't have an elite business school or an elite facts. journalism school. Those are big facts. Or an elite veterinary program or an elite pharmacy, pre-pharmacy yeah. program or an elite. I don't know too many engineers that are in the world that are trying to do that, but I do know a lot of People who are trying to be vets, trying to be business majors, trying to be journalism majors. You know, I do know a lot of those. Mm-hmm. And I mean, my, my, we have one of the best journalism programs in America. My cousin, I have a cousin that graduated from Purdue. He's a construction engineer. Um, he's, he's pretty good. And his son is, is also at Purdue. So, um, you, you know, you just have to adjust. It's just simple. You have to adjust, um, and, and if you want to adjust, you want to jazz beat in. Exactly. I mean, if you're tired of losing, and you're you're not going to make any money, your your fans are going to all drive away. They're all going to wear red and black next year. Um, you got to do yeah. better. If that's Jeff Collins, great. If it's not, you got to figure it out. You have to figure it out. I honestly, don't think it is. I, I got to find I somebody in there. I, 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 um, I hate to say that, but Jeff, either Jeff Collins is going to get one more year and he's going to have to do some really big soul searching or they're going to get rid of him. They probably can't afford to fire him. That's probably why he'll get another year if we're being honest about it. That's true. Yeah. So, um, but let's, let's look at the team, Let, let's kind of look at their roster. Now let's kind of look at where they are. Um, you know, obviously Jameer Gibbs, uh, we talked about mm-hmm. him. Uh, just been a rock solid option there. 
as a, as a running back. I mean, he is fourth in all purpose yards behind Eddie Lee Ivory, Kelly Campbell, and Jonathan Dwyer. Um, you know, all purpose yards. In that's, that's some good company to be around. He's sitting at 1680 with two games to play. Uh, they play Notre Dame. They, 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 uh, you know, I, I think when, when you look at that, um, you know, he's having a really, really, really nice season. Um, mm-hmm. But when you, when you watch this team, you know, you see several key areas that lack. And, and some of it is just because they've just had such a hard time backbuilding what Paul Johnson didn't do well, which is recruit. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, their pass rush is non-existent. Their pass rush is non-existent. Their secondary is suspect because of that. Um, mm-hmm. They they just they they struggle. They, they they struggle with depth. You know, offensively, I think is their strength. I, I think they do pretty well. Obviously, with Gibbs, I, I think their quarterback is is. Uh, I think their quarterback play is really really good. Um, and I think you know when, when you look at just. The overall style of play, I think they have the right thing going. I, I think scheme wise, they're in the right they're in the right frame, and I think they're doing a lot of good things. But I, you know, I, I just still, again, it's just like you watch this team, you watch this university, like they're having a major identity crisis. They can't figure out what they are. Yeah, um, I want you to close your eyes and think of one Georgia Tech defensive player. That you can name without without Google or anything. Name one defensive player, like right now, or just like of all time. No, like right now on the team right now. Oh yeah, that's a wrap. I can't do that. Yeah, you can't because why? Because they're not very good on defense, and that's the problem. You could always name at least one Georgia Tech defensive player. I remember. I can't remember his name per se, but he played for the Bengals. He was number ninety three. Not mistaken. Oh, dude, Michael Johnson, dude, had an extremely long neck. That's it, Mister Johnson. Yes, see, I I can't remember his name, but I remember him. You know, Um, Roman Reigns, who is uh, Roman Reigns, the professional wrestler. He played at Georgia Tech. Yes, I didn't realize that he was there about the same time that I was until I was looking at Mm -hmm. you know his stats and everything. So you know, you you always remember a couple of guys on the defense that you remember specifically. I can't name not one personal defense that even remotely shakes stick at, you know, and that's the problem. You yeah. know, we know Gibbs offensively, yeah. um, but name anybody else on the offense that can give you problems. Kenyatta Watson, maybe? Maybe. On a good maybe. day. If on they're a having day. a good day, he can. Yeah. I mean, but you know, they, they don't have anybody are, like, are pretty good. Like DC, Calvin Johnson, oh, you no, know, the Tashad choices, you know, the Reggie Balls, mm-hmm. um, the Joey Hamiltons. I know y'all forgot about them. The Joey uh, Hamiltons Joe of Hamilton. the world. Yes. yes you know, so they, they don't have any of those guys anymore um, that mm-hmm. you just know, you know, from just looking at them. So I, th- I think that's a problem. I, I don't think they're far away just to, from the simple fact they're doing a good job recruiting but they're not recruiting the right guys for the right positions. You know, I think they need some help on defense. Like you said, defensive line, linebacker, secondary. 
Um, those guys are young, yeah, but I mean, you're you're still recruiting four five star guys mm-hmm. that should be balling. You know, the exactly. biggest knock on Kirby Smart was that he's not developing players, but guess what? He is. Every you, you're getting first round, or second round, or third round is every single year. Because he wrote when's the last person get drafted out of I don't think they had anybody last year, but no, I mean, Kirby, Kirby plays 24 guys on defense. I mean, those guys get snaps. Um, and then you look at their quarterback situation, Jeff Sims, like what, what, what do you make of him? Yeah. Yates. And Yates. Who is a five-star kid. I mean, yes. you got, uh, Jemais Griffin at running back. And the reason I know that is because he went to Rome, which one of my, one of my really good friends is running back coach at Rome. I know mm-hmm. that's the only reason I know that. Yeah. You know, um, so I, th- I think the problem is that they're, the development of players there is not, is not going according to plan. I don't know why, because um, they got a, a heck of a strength coach. Mm-hmm. They really do. I like him a lot. Strength-wise, um, they, they, they look got a better. They, they, yes. they, they look more like what you would expect. And, and part of it's just because they wear an actual brand of uniform now and they don't look like a high school team, yes. but uh, they don't look like they a look high like school they team. They compete. Yeah. They look like a, they look like a college team with the jerseys and in the jerseys. Mm-hmm. They look mm-hmm. good. They look good, you mm-hmm. know, but I think the development of the player itself is the problem. Mm-hmm. Um, that's what, that's the biggest thing that I see. I don't, I don't see them getting better. Um, but you know, I'll, I'll only watch them every once in a while. But they're to me, they're not getting better, you know, each and every game. To me, they're just kind of either the same or worse. Which, if you're yeah. if you're if you're the same, then you're probably worse. Yes. Yeah. So it's called I mean, insanity, doing the same thing and expecting different results. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yes. I mean, look look at look at the game against Boston College, right? Um, you know, Jameer Gibbs ran a kickoff back 98 yards, scored another mm-hmm. on the touch, scored another. He had 223 all-purpose yards in that game alone. This is after this is in a 41-30 loss, right? Jordan Yates, um, long drives, uh, two possessions following the Gibbs return. Uh, Malachi Carter, I guess, is is probably the guy. Um, you know, Brett Brett Semeglia. That name sounds familiar because I think he transferred from Tennessee. I'm pretty sure. Um, but they lost their fourth straight game. They're three and seven on the season. Um, they allowed 329 yards in the first half. Yeah. Um, won the second half a little bit, but they, in the second half, when you have your individual notes from that game, and th- this game really kind of stood out to me, but when, when, when you look at the individual notes and it's just Gibson, Versus Gibbs, 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 Gibbs. I mean, it's all Gibbs. It's all Gibbs. That's a problem. Mm-hmm. Which means when the dogs come to town, all we got to do is stop one person and they won't cross the 50. Gibbs. <laughs> yes, Jameer Gibbs. <laughs> that, that's it. I mean, you, you hone in on him and, and, and that's it. And then Cook, Samir are going to have a field day. So, I mean, I, yeah. I think it's going to be name your number on offense and, and they'll probably score. Once. What I want to. It, it, it'll be, it'll be 45, seven, probably. That's kind of how I see it. Um, it's just because they're not going to be able to stop anything that we do. 
probably end up having three takeaways defensively. Uh, I just don't think they have anybody that can block our guys. Um, you know, Jalen Carter is back. Uh, he had the flu, so thankfully. Um, but uh, yeah, I mean, Jordan Davis. I mean, there's a hashtag, uh, Jordan Davis for Heisman. Love it. You know, I love it. I mean, maybe just, Pickens comes back and actually throws somebody that stands this time instead of beating their head up against the pad. Well, he, he's gonna. He's don't, gonna. No, have don't to. do that. Don't do that. Don't do that. No, yeah, no, don't. no. We need yeah, you don't. for that C championship yeah, game. We, we do. Don't do that. But it'd be funny. It'd be fun to talk about. He, no, he's just gonna take them out to the loading dock and just pitch them outside the gates. That's what he's gonna do. <laughs> he's gonna like lead them all the way and just throw them into the world of coke. Mm-hmm. That's what he's gonna do. Um, but uh, I mean, I'm, I'm the one positive for for Georgia Tech is I'm glad they I'm glad they shifted to Adidas. That was a good thing. Um, they got more better looking uniforms. You know, um, you know, again, the PR stuff is 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 good. It's a step in the right direction. It's a little bit much. It's a little bit intense. Like yeah. they tone it down a little bit. And have some substance behind it before you really start kind of taking off with all the PR stunts. But, um, yeah, for Georgia Tech, that's how I see this game going. I mean, you know, who can block Jordan Davis? Well, nobody has so far. We'll win by we'll win by twenty one. Yeah, who, who's going Easy. to who's going to block Nakobe? Haven't seen anybody do it yet. You know, are you going to throw at Keely Ringo? Hadn't really seen anybody do it. De'Aaron Kendrick, is he going to get another pick? Yeah, probably. People have tested him more because he's gotten better. He's gotten better. Uh, Chris Smith. There is one person that I text you about that really bothered me. Yes, Latavius Brini. I I don't know what it is about him. It's not from an athletic standpoint because he is a very, very good athlete. It just seems to me, just from an outside person looking in. Football IQ. Is that he's he's struggling. He's struggling, I I think, because his football IQ isn't very high. I I think he doesn't understand. He's playing slow because of that. Yeah, yeah, and I I don't think he understands leverage i don't think he understands body placement i think he i think he bites on eye fakes and head fakes and i i, I think he's slow because of that yeah you know i text you i was like he's not playing hard but i don't think it's he's not playing hard i think it's from a standpoint of, like you said the football iq is just a little bit mm-hmm. off now just- we could be way off basis and he just could have you know a bad game but this is two games in a row now that I've watched this. He, he, he's he he's he's been I've, I've ever since that first time in the Clemson game that you and I texted back and forth about Brini. Mm. Noticed it every game. Like he has these lapses where yeah. he, he gets beat, not because he is slow, but because mentally he yeah he, he something's going on mentally, and he plays slow as a result. Yeah, he was in La La Land, and you he, could kind of tell him a couple mm-hmm. of plays. You're just like, what the yeah, he hell was lost. he doing? Yeah, it was like, come on now. You got to understand, Levitt. like when they get in the, like, the bunch formation, the touchdown, the first touchdown, the bunch formation. Yeah. You know, you got to understand that. You got to understand what what, the, what you're dealing with here. <laughs> like, they get in this bunch formation, like, what do you think is going to happen? It's only a couple of things they can do. 
which is going to be meshed more likely. They're either going to mesh. They're going to all crisscross. Somebody's breaking out. There's going to, mm-hmm. there's going to be an outbreaker somewhere. There's going to be, there's going to be a pick somewhere mm-hmm. within that bunch. Somebody's picking somebody. And he got picked. He didn't see it. He got picked. Did not see it. Uh, or they're going to toss it. They run outside, which they didn't do. They didn't do. They're, yeah. they're not going to dare do that. So again, bring, bring, but he, he did play better after that, though. I, I think he played a little bit. I think he bounced back. Mm-hmm. Um, and, a little and he bit does. I, mean, I, I love Latavius yeah. Brini. I, I, I'm not hammering him as a. I, like, I love him too. Not you know, he was one of the player. guys I really, I really like. You know, after the spring game, mm-hmm. you know, I was telling, I really like, I really like Brady. I like him a lot. You know, and. Yeah, you know, sometimes, like I tell my guys all the time, the the, the success you have sometimes be your worst enemy. You oh, know, yeah. so you start having success, you know, you think like work is hard, things like that, you know, come into effect. So, you know, but I think I think you'll be fine. Uh, but other than other than him, defensively, I don't see a spot anywhere that 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 worries me at all because they all play they all play as a unit. That's the crazy part. They all play as a unit. So when the unit is good, no matter what mistakes you have, you're good. Exactly. And then they play hard for each other because they, they're a family. And you can't discount that. Mm-hmm. You can't discount that at all. So, um, but, uh, you know, in, in doing the, the Google search stuff, Georgia Tech has these black uniforms that they wear. They're pretty sweet. I know a lot. They are. are those the ones with the blue outline? Oh, those are yeah. sweet. I ain't yeah. gonna lie, those are those are nice. Mm-hmm. Those are sweet. Mm-hmm. If they did one thing right, they picked some good uniforms. They did. They did. They did that right. And the 404, they put the ATL on the helmet. That's pretty cool. But um, I'm a big fan of the white on blue. Mm-hmm. Yeah, those those are nice. I, I like the I like the blue on I like the blue on white too, though. Those are sweet too. Those are sweet too, but, um, but uh, Israel, that's gonna, you know, I mean, there's not much else to say about Georgia Tech. No, they're they're not very good. Uh, like I said, you know, it's one of those games where you stay sharp, um, just like last week. Um, you know, with with Charleston Southern, you know, you stay mm-hmm. sharp, and you know, you don't want to get anybody hurt, mm-hmm. um, but you also don't play to the level of your opponent. You go ahead and beat them. Mm-hmm. Um, I know there's no running clock in college football, but there should be sometimes. Um, sometimes. But, you know, you just kind of sharpen your tool um, and get ready for SC championship game the following week. So, mm-hmm. um, you know, you don't obviously don't want to look ahead to anything um, because that's usually where you make mistakes and you get beat. So, yeah, uh, just mean, stay grounded, players. you know, go out there and, and win. And, and as a senior, um, you know, you beat Georgia Tech, you get a little trophy. I still have my little trophy when we beat Georgia Tech last senior year. So um, I don't know if they do that anymore, um, but, you know, you get that little keepsake. Um, and it's never fun to lose over there. I never have, but I, I would imagine that it's, it's bad. I lost Georgia Tech one time. Yeah. So I was playing. can't wait to invade uh, Bobby Dodd Stadium at Mark Rickfield. Um, when we uh, when we head over there, but uh, what what other games are you looking forward to? Um, literally, 
I don't know. It's rivalry week. So, well, I'm looking forward to the egg bowl. First of all, I, when, when it's, I'm it's always my face. hard that week. Yeah, when because I'm stuffing you have so many. You have so many games like Oregon. Oregon State's not going to be a good game. We all we all know that. Yeah, Civil War, um, Apple Cup. Those games are a wash. Uh, Bedlam. You have Florida, Florida State, South Carolina, Clemson. Yeah. <laughs> you have the uh, South Carolina Clemson game is going to be a good game this year because mm-hmm. I think they're pretty much the same. Got a really good defense. Offenses, you know, just depends on the day. So I think that's a little bit more even match this year than any year. Yeah. Ever. Bedlam, uh, Ohio State, Michigan. <laughs> um, I th- Ohio State win that one. Yeah. Pretty sure. I think I'm, the egg, I think the Egg Bowl is the is the most intriguing one simply because we know the history of the Egg Bowl. Yeah, I mean the, the ramifications on that are, are you know, that's pretty pretty good. Uh, I, I think uh, who plays is it LSU A and M? Yes, be, LSU and A and M should be playing. That that would be interesting. Yeah, they play this week. They play that week too. Yeah, LSU's are they're both off this week. LSU and AM are both off this week. So, uh, Kentucky Louisville will be kind of fun. Louisville's bowling, which is going to be the game at the beginning of the season. Didn't think, didn't think uh, Louisville was going to be bowling. Um, and then, uh, I'm not sure the other games, but th- those are some games. I'm, I'm really circling the egg bowl and the iron bowl. Iron Bowl. I forgot about that. One. I think if if Bo Nix hadn't gotten hurt, they were going to lose. So I mm-hmm. think Philly gives them the best chance to win right now. Yeah, there you go. So, um, but I'm excited about that. But yeah, stay tuned to our picks on uh, on social media. We'll 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 stick those out there, and we'll let you kind of comment on those. But we're we're going to wrap this thing up uh, with our with our quick Georgia Tech preview. Like I said, it's a quick show. So uh, we want to wish you and your family a very, very happy Thanksgiving. We hope you uh, travel safe to where you're going. We hope you enjoy all the turkey and dressing and all the fixings that you may have at your Thanksgiving parties and get togethers. Uh, I, I know I'm a, I know obviously, uh, you know, turkey gravy, uh, you gotta have, you gotta have some good, you gotta have some good uh, dressing. Uh, and then you have the sweet potatoes, uh, which some sweet potato souffle, which some people do marshmallows, some people don't. That's a controversy in and of itself. Uh, mac and cheese. You have some, you know, green bean casserole. It's like the casserole season. Uh, car- uh, caramel cake is, is my favorite dessert. What What are some of your favorites? Um, everything you just named. Um, my mother-in-law makes these peas. I don't know where she gets them from. They're like, I don't know what they're called, but they're, they're absolutely delicious. Uh, my mom makes the mac and cheese, so, you know, there's that. Um, we have a plethora of things. Deviled eggs. I love deviled eggs. Mm, um, that makes one of us. You know, so <laughs> it just it, it just depends on, you know, what I'm in the mood for. I'm more of a ham guy um, other than turkey. Um, so yeah, I'm sorry I, for I, everybody I, out there. I go, more for the dark, I go for the dark meat on the turkey. Yeah. So, um, but it, it's it's always a wonderful time to see family and friends and things like that. So, like you say, everybody be safe. Um, COVID is still alive, so make sure everybody's uh, you know, taking their proper precautions and things like that. Um, 
but I hope everyone ha ha has a, a happy Thanksgiving. Um, you know, um, enjoy your food, family, and football. The three F's, food, family, and football. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Uh, my three favorite F words. So there you go. <laughs> oh, I see what you did there. You see what I did there? Yes. Next level. <laughs> um, so uh, like I said, we hope you have a safe Thanksgiving. We, put, we hope you have a great week. We'll be back and better than ever when it comes for the SEC championship preview. Uh, we hope you subscribe, comment, follow us on social media. It is scrolling right down there below. Um, but we are the Believe in Georgia Dogs podcast on the Believe Podcast Network, also on the video side, coming at you from Brinks TV. Uh, we are presented by betonline.ag. For Israel Troop, I'm Corey Burton. So long and see you later. Happy Thanksgiving and go dogs. Go dogs. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube. You know when you're listening to a true crime story that has an unbelievable plot twist that makes you stop in your tracks? That's what our podcast, People Are the Worst, brings you with each episode. I'm Rachel. And I'm Rebecca. We're identical twins who love true crime cases that make you say, didn't see that coming, and we hate the people responsible for them. Listen to People Are the Worst now on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.